0: It's a new day, yes it is!
1: <laughs> What's going on, it's the Cal Podcast, I'm Isaac. I'm Nick. Oh my god, what a fucking weird week of wrestling it was. Right, infuriating. I was angry. I was excited. A roller coaster of emotions here. I was super up and down. Like I, I was like, "What?" I, I will say this: though. kill Ronda Rousey. is really easy to hate.
2: It really is, and I really thought this was the Ronda Rousey that should have like appeared. Uh,
1: absolutely. Um, I would say probably around the Royal Rumble, we should have got this Ronda Rousey.
2: Yeah, it would have been a lot more established.
1: Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into things. Monday Night Raw kicks off with Ronda Rousey cutting a promo, uh, basically talking mad shit about Charlotte and um, the W Universe and Becky Lynch and all that. Uh, she kept putting down the microphone on the floor, picking it up, and continued talking more shit.
2: I thought that was weird, but I kind of liked it.
1: It worked for me. I, I really enjoyed what she was saying. Like, And I've been, like, tuning out when it comes to her promos. But this time, I actually kind of paid attention to her.
2: Um, I, I I've been paying a lot more attention to her uh, promos because it's it's been interesting. Like yeah. it, there's like levels to it. But this one was it was interesting, and I couldn't like I didn't hate it, even though like I thought her dropping it was awkward. But then the last time when she dropped it, and then she came back to pick it up, and she had that smile on her face, I was like, oh, she's having fun.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: she has them in the palm of her hand.
1: Yeah, uh, it's been made official that the women are closing out WrestleMania,
2: and that is something that we were hoping for to happen. Um, since the whole thing got really hot, um, but now that it's kind of simmered down a bit, would you agree?
1: It's yeah, they've thrown some cold water on the whole uh, angle. Um, yeah, basically, once once they told Becky Lynch to kind of like stop eating them alive on Twitter.
2: Yeah, that's when it kind of like slowed down, and it was like, okay, like whatever. But now it's it's official. So now you really got to put some you know some flames up someone's ass.
1: Yeah, you gotta you gotta make a massive push here going the last week of a uh, uh, wrestling before the big show next Sunday. Next Sunday. Jesus or uh, yeah, next Sunday. Wow. Um, are you off that day? Yeah, your place and mine. Uh, we'll do my place. Okay. All right, um, so we got the beat the cock challenge. Uh, so it's Ronda Rousey versus um, Sarah oh. Logan.
2: Before you start, yo, I completely forgot. Like I wanted to save it, but I know that I'm gonna forget, so it's uh-huh. in my head. I say now, but I have this idea that I think would be baller. What's that? Um, the idea is I'm gonna go back and listen to all of our um, go home shows or. Uh-huh yeah and i'm gonna see um what our rank is out of me and you like win lost okay and then the coup de gras will be at wrestlemania and whoever wins has to do something all right but i think that'll be a lot of fun and i think it'll be dope if we had like people like tell us what the loser should do i don't know but it still uh, works for to get this in my head or get this out because i think it, it, i think it'll be a good idea
1: all right uh <laughs> Well, we'll
2: see. We'll see. <laughs> um, Actually, let's not let's not invite other people because they'll do some fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we, all right, loser has to do the hot ones hot wing challenge. Oh, I'm down for that. I, <laughs> that's fucking delicious. Um, so basically, Ronda Rousey beat Sarah Logan's ass pretty quickly in a minute twenty six seconds, making her tap out. Uh, for a minute twenty six second match, Sarah Logan looked really good.
2: No, she did right. Yeah, she could put on a good match in a little bit of time, and I like it. Yeah,
1: it it's really. Good. And then next we get Charlotte and um, Ruby Riot, uh, and so basically Ruby Riot was playing defense the entire time, knowing she only had to survive a minute. Uh, buck twenty six, uh, mm-hmm. as she did, um, Becky or uh, Charlotte had her in the figure eight, and Ruby Riot didn't tap out, and Charlotte was obviously upset. Becky Lynch gets in the ring, um, and Charlotte ends up taking her out. Uh, so we get uh, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan next. And Liv Morgan, I absolutely am in love with her.
2: I, I like her a lot more now. Even I- though she looks tired and she looks like she needs a nap.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's got that sleepy girl look going on. Yeah. Um. So Becky Lynch ends up making her tap out at a minute 25, and she beats the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire time, you could see uh, Ronda Rousey up on the Hello. Again, technical difficulties. It happens. <laughs> my cable that I've had um, basically ate shit and uh, died. Um, my microphone was getting power; re- the light was still on. Uh, so I guess something went terribly wrong. Oh wait. Yep. Uh, I guess it's time to upgrade some of my uh, equipment here, like my microphones. These eighty-dollar microphones aren't cutting it anymore no i feel you that's kind of why i I did this too but i kind of like this yeah i mean you spent i think a fraction of what i spent on mine
2: i did but then i ended up i felt like with everything that i spent i i could have saved i could have saved some Hmm. Uh, i could have saved more but i I, I spent like too much trying to get other shit that i didn't know that i need so
1: shout out to guitar center yo (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, they basically helped my buddy get his whole um home recording studio set up.
2: Oh, see that's dope as fuck. Like yeah. I wanna get one of those uh, padded like
1: room thingies. Uh, uh, we
2: also need hella more shit. We need hella more shit.
1: Like our own studio. Yeah. So help us get our studio by telling your other friends to subscribe so we what? can get advertisers, so we can get money so we can recruit. uh excuse me, rent our own uh, little office area and have our own Professional studio,
2: hell yeah! And then and and make sure some of your friends are Reebok because I love Reeboks,
1: uh, or Adidas. That's, I love Adidas. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, whichever <laughs> deal <dude> comes first. <laughs> uh, fuck Nike. Ah, no, no. That's a that's a Tom girl shout out right there. Ah, Segura. Tommy Buns. Uh, anyways, Ronda Rousey was pacing back and forth on top of the ramp, um, and just talking shit the entire time, and it, this. Beat the! I'm a fan of beat the clock challenges. Um, I'm, I really wish there were a lot more of them going on in terms of people competing in the match, uh, but it was still entertaining.
2: No, it was entertaining. I love, like that. Uh, we haven't had a good one in a minute. I kind of hated how short it was, but I liked that it spoke to how dominant these three women are. Yeah. Uh,
1: next we get a one. Uh, next we get a one-on-two handicap match: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lash and Jinder Mahal. Um, Finn Balor ends up stealing the W. Um, basically, by using the Singh brothers to an advantage and causing chaos. I wasn't that big of the, I'm big on this match, but it was fun to
2: watch, and it's nice to see Jinder Mahal.
1: Yeah, I thought Finn Balor was going to get his ass beat by everybody. I thought so too. Um, I also
2: like. I love having a ladder match for one of the like the the secondary titles. And we're not getting it this year, so my heart's a little broken, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, I really wish you did. Uh, next, we got The Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet. Um, I love Alistair Black, and I love Ricochet, but the fact that they're going over in the tag team champions week after week after week is super disheartening. Um, that can't make The Revival happy. Uh, just because Ricochet and Alistair Black aren't really a tag team.
2: No, they're not. They're better as... Uh, um, they're better on their own. And it's just weird that they put them together. Like, I get that they're still carrying on from NXT, but that kind of also, like, speaks to how um, how little Vince pays attention to it. Um, yeah. yeah. And then that also confirms, like, the other reports of how, um, what was it, that Vince did that without talking to Triple H?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that's...
2: It's, it's just really disheartening.
1: It is. It, they just all deserve much, much better.
2: Much better. They are a great tag team. Like, they are a good tag team. Like, that's not front. But it's just more of, like, um, this is this is not their thing. Right, right. And, and what bothers me even more, it, it's kind of weird, but it does bother me, that, um, what is it, that they're showcasing all of, like, just, like, flippy cool shit in these matches rather than showcasing how good they actually are, like, as wrestlers.
1: Yeah. And the only reason why they're a good tag team is because they are good individual wrestlers. They're good actual wrestlers.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Next, we get Drew McIntyre out there. He's talking shit, basically telling Roman Reigns that, um, you're going to accept my challenge at WrestleMania. You shouldn't because I'm going to kick your ass. Um... I'm going to basically do what cancer couldn't do and take you out. That's essentially what he was saying.
2: Ooh, sick burn.
1: Yeah, I was like, damn. that's. And then Corey Graves was like, I think he might have crossed the line there.
2: Yeah, talking about someone who crosses the line. But um, that was actually a really good promo. Yeah, Like, I'm more invested in this match now than I was previously. Yeah,
1: Roman Reigns comes out. Um, They end up brawling. Um, It looks like Real Marines is getting the upper hand, but Drew McIntyre ends up taking him out.
2: Yeah, because I love that line where he comes out and he says, um, like, don't ever talk about my wife or my kids. And he just punches him in the face. I love that. Like, that's how a man reacts to someone that's, like, talking on their family. Like, yeah. But then I like this build of that. Drew McIntyre is pretty much unstoppable. I love that,
1: it's and I, working.
2: it really is working. And I really wanted to see a Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre match. Most likely, we're not going to get it, but that would have been a really good matchup to see, like uh, the unstoppable versus the unstoppable.
1: It would have been really yeah. good because Drew McIntyre is a big boy. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Well, not the beast, but a. he's a beast. A beast. Uh, next we get Sasha Banks versus Um uh, Beth Phoenix is out there, so is Bailey. Uh pretty decent match until Nia Jax, could come out, take them all out. Um, it's just setting up the uh, fatal 4 match at WrestleMania. I I would not mind if this was a ladder match. That would be fun. I don't know if Beth's body's conditioned to take one to take a bump off a ladder.
2: Fair. So that's definitely not going to happen. But um, I am looking forward to the match. Um, Actually, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not that invested into this match. Like, I want to see Beth, um, see how she can, like, get down. Like, I still think that she got it. But I'm not that invested in this match. It really feels like it's a throwaway. It's kind of like we just put this together. We really don't have anything solid. So let's just do this. Like, that's how it feels to me.
1: All right. Um, So we get the announcement that the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Knight Hart are going to be the uh, next inductees into the Hall of Fame. Not gonna lie. Even though we saw
2: it coming, teared up a little. And uh, it only made me tear up a little because it was more of like when they cut back and you see Natty in the ring.
1: Yeah. Uh like, too ba- too well bad, deserved. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, too bad Jim wasn't a lot around to be in the deducted hall of fame exactly
2: um i wish that he was um and i think it's going to be a beautiful moment to see brett up there accept it but i think it's going to be even more amazing to see natty go up there with him yeah like or or um her mom you know that's gonna be awesome that's gonna be really awesome and i think um it would be fitting i'm not gonna front it would be very fitting for her and Beth to win the win those titles, it's, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I think it would be very fitting on the grandest stage. She wins the tag team titles the same time that her dad gets in, uh, inducted to the hall of fame. That's beautiful.
1: Do you think uh, TJ is gonna induct them?
2: Oh, that would be sweet. But no,
1: I, honestly, I don't think anybody's gonna be inducting anybody. Like, I
2: don't think they're gonna have inductors because that shit runs long. And um, to be honest. Um, do you really think that anybody's going to be watching the Hall of Fame? I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch the Hall of Fame, but the G1 is the same day.
1: Yeah, I'm watching the Hall of Fame.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, no, what? You don't watch Jay White and Okada? Nah, that's fair.
1: Yeah, no, yeah
2: that's... Jay. He hasn't fulfilled up to my uh, like, you know, my premonition that he will be the next.
1: The next. The next goat.
2: The, I, I wouldn't say that, but he's going to be. I think he's uh, he's going to prove people wrong. Right, that i well. very sour on it. But I, I think as of now, he's not living up to it, but I think he will. All and right. I wish Tonga would just go single. You know? Bad boy, like, Tomatonga, good guy. He's so good. The good bad guy. Like, he's so good. He's so likable. He really is likable. He's as, so likable. He's super likable. So. Like I love watching him go live, because his interactions with people are fucking brilliant. I love it. The dude's the dude's a gem. Anyway, Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think there's gonna be like any inductors, but that would be cool if TJ did it. Um, But I think it'll be more passionate to come from Natty to um, induct her father. But I think it's just gonna be a beautiful moment between her and her uncle. Then i will be really. That's that's perfect.
1: All right. Uh, next we get a moment a moment of bliss. Braun Strowman's out there with Alexa Bliss. Good God, Alexa Bliss looks. <sighs> mm. 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 Work it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get Colin and uh, Colin Colin Joss and Michael Che. Uh, they're they phone in via satellite via video, and basically Colin Joss is just a douchebag and. Uh somehow they end up in the Andre Memorial Battle Royale.
2: What is funny to me is I wish Michael Che would be a little bit more committed, you know? And people were like coming in and was like, Yo, like, why doesn't he seem like he's more committed? And now and then I said, I wish he was a little bit more committed and I still I still stand by that, but if you've ever watched anything that Michael Che does, that's him. Oh yeah. All the time, <laughs> dude is like, dude is just chill. He's the chillest dude on the planet. He needs his own drink. He's that chill. <laughs> Man is the other side of the pillow, but he's the corner of it. Like he's just off to the side, still cold after you put your face in the middle in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's that chill. I love that dude, but this is gonna be hilarious oh yeah it's gonna be funny and it's not gonna be like super cheesy you know i think this one's gonna be a surprise um i don't expect anything like super big but i do um it is kind of like showcasing who's actually going to win the battle of the royal like come on um but this is gonna be fun it's gonna be cheesy but it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be surprising. It's kind of like when Snooki came out, and we were like, oh, "Dog." God. No, but tell me, you was not feeling it when she hit them back with that back handspring? I was like, "What?" <laughs> Snooki, all you do is drink, gym, tan, and laundry. Like, come on, what?
1: <laughs> uh, try to forget those things, sir. I wish she did good. Can't hate. She yeah. did good. Uh, Baron Corbin versus Apollo Cruz is up next. Oh, wait, I'll tell you this. She'll be better than Drew Carey. This is true.
2: All right. Or no, th- this will be better than Drew Carey. Actually, everything was better than Drew Carey. At least Pete Rose took a tombstone. And a choke slam. And a chokeslam. And got dragged to hell. And the man needs to go to the Hall of Fame. And he I'm does. not just WWE. He needs to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, let's get over the gambling and all that shit. Like, let's take this man for, for who he is and what he's done and what he's contributed to the game. For real. Yeah. Like it was absolutely. possible. Ichiro Suzuki, the the moment he said I'm done, raised his hat, the everybody should have been like, Oh yeah, um, even though we already put Mariano in like unanimously, you're going in right now. That that's how it should've been. He's the classiest dude in the world. Anyway, continue.
1: Uh Baron Corbin beats Apollo Cruz in a eh, match. Um did, did you really care though? No, no, I really didn't.
2: No, I didn't care either. Like I know that they're trying to show that he is um, an exceptional athlete, and we both agree that he is really good. It's just not good for Kurt. How dare you have Kurt Angle go out like that?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um... It's
2: and that's no disrespect to Baron. It's just like anybody would be better. And you're going to WrestleMania the. This is the mecca. This is bigger than the Super Bowl. No, no, it's not. But it's big. It's our it, Super Bowl. It's our Super Bowl. And the person that you want to see go out, like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, fitting. Uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, fitting. Uh, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. Even though we were taken by surprise, it was it was kind of a bad and good surprise, but fitting. Why not go out with somebody that is your equal or yeah. someone that's better? And you're going to go out with Baron Corbin? That's a huge slap in the face. Like I'd, I, I would have been happy with Jason Jordan too. I'd be happy with Jeff Hardy. I'd be happy with Rey Mysterio. I'd be happy with anybody else. Shelton Benjamin. It may not be that high, like top tier, like matchup that we'd want to see, but. It would be a great match.
1: It would be. It it would just be. It would be fitting. Yeah.
2: So, this is just a slap in the face, and I really hope the rumors are true that they are reconsidering it.
1: It needs to be John Cena. It has to be. Because
2: if you're planning for John Cena to be there, who does John Cena fight? Air? A broom. That would be entertaining. And where the is Lars Sullivan? Is he still with the company or is he done?
1: I don't know dude
2: Like, you know who John Cena should face though? Who? If if he's not gonna face uh, Kernangle? Who? EC3 just hella random out of
1: nowhere he's in the doghouse though EC3? Yeah 4? I don't know they do treat him like shit um. Next, we get Seth Rollins out. He's on the microphone, basically cutting another promo on Brock Lesnar, saying that he has the whole WWE universe behind him. All the legends basically said, "Go out there and slay the beast." Um. Paul Heyman comes out, talks some shit. Rollins heads up the ramp, uh, gets in his face, and basically, uh, Paul Heyman cries and begs for forgiveness, saying he's just an advocate. Uh, out comes Kurt Angle. And uh, the you suck chants go off and he's basically pointing at Paul Heyman who's on his knees begging and uh, basically Kurt Angle's telling him that he sucks.
2: (laughs) No, that was hella funny.
1: It was Um, great. You suck. You suck. Oh, that was great. Okay. Uh, Samoa Joe is out next. So Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. Um, Samoa Joe (laughs) is mean.
2: He's being his look.
1: He's a fucking dick. He's a, the definition of an asshole.
2: Oh my gosh! But what I love the most about like how this match started, and I saw it later, was that it was a callback to um, a moment between them and TNA, oh, where yeah. I, they walked up face to face, and Kurt Angle headbutted him, and then apropos he returns the favor. Like that—that—that's nice. That I really like that. I, I love when things come full circle, and that's why
1: Kurt Angle deserves more. So I'm gonna play what Samoa Joe said because it's just very good.
0: You see, yeah. I seem to have forgotten my bouquet. Kurt, you have to forgive me. You see, I seem to have forgotten my bouquet of flowers for you. And though we have a lot of memories together, I'm not a very sentimental person. And though I know that all these scumbag New England mouth-breathers want it, it'll be a cold day on the wrong side of the afterlife before I let you go riding off into the sunset. No, Kurt, you see tonight, I'll bring you a very, very different gift because it's WrestleMania season and superstars around the world are getting ready for their big night, Kurt. And for your last night in Boston, I have a very, very special gift. Because you see, when you're getting prepared, a good night's sleep is very, very important. And I couldn't think of a better way to say goodbye to you forever than putting your ass to sleep one last time. What a dick. Huge.
1: Uh, a pretty decent match. I mean, I know Kurt Angle's at the end of his career, and he doesn't move as like, like he used to. Um, Samoa Joe slaps on the Kina clutch. Kurt Angle falls to the ground. Ends up basically pinning him before he uh, taps out.
2: was good. Like, I'll take it. Um, again, like you said, he's not in the best shape of his life, but still good.
1: He's still, I'm not he's, mad at it. Still pretty good work rate. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Triple H is out there, um, basically saying Batista. He's got a a letter from Batista's lawyer. Uh, he asked Triple H has to put his career on the line in order to face Dave Batista. Um, Triple H is is a face, which is weird, and he does it so well because he's basically breaking the fourth wall. Yes, and he. When he's putting out the letter out of his jacket he's like oh I'm, I'm doing the job for the letter and I'm, I just started dying laughing
2: no I, that was funny but what I really love is that he continues to like push himself in the best way he can like I will always respect him for that like he's really trying to make sure that this match you guys will care about and I'm just like dude we already cared you don't have to like, add the caveat. <laughs> like You didn't have to add the cherry on top.
1: The yeah. sprinkles. Like,
2: Out of all the matches
1: cute. at Mania, I think uh, this one or the Rennie or AJ Styles match is going to steal the show. Um,
2: no. I have a weird feeling that the match that will actually steal the show will be the main event. I know, I know. I, t- wow, shocker! But I—it's because Charlotte has consistently has consistently at pay-per-views killed it. True. The, and Becky Lynch has been on fire.
1: True.
2: Rousey has actually done better in the ring with those two women. Well, mostly with Charlotte because she hasn't really faced Becky Lynch, but. Um, I think that you're adding the element that this is a triple threat match, meaning anything can happen. So because of that one little detail, I think this is going to be a a real, like, in the words of JR, slobber knocker. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to, it's the most anticipated. I think it's going to be an amazing match. Like the only match that I can see on the card um, to rival this one would be Kofi and Brian if that happens. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think that match is going to be, no, we know it's going to happen, but um, it's like that match to me is going to be great because of what those two can do in the ring together and the emotion behind it. Where this one, you have all the drama, you have all the anticipation, you have um, just the height of it, and the fact that it's going to be the last match, yeah, that one might just steal the show. And I think everything else is going to try to build that anticipation. Like, do you really care about the Cruiserweight Championship match? No, not really. Why do? I think it's going to be a great match. I just don't think it's going to be, like, better than AJ Styles and Randy Orton. I don't think it's going to be better than Batista and Triple H. Like, I am kind of weary on that match just because... It's been a while since Dave Bautista's been in the ring. It's different from him still being in shape, but how is he ring-wise? It's
1: not going to be much of a match. Um, it's going to be a straight-up beatdown they're going to deliver to each other.
2: Yeah, and I am looking forward to The Miz and uh, Shane McMahon because even though Shane McMahon is not the same um, like young kid like he used to, I think there's there's going to be some crazy element that's going to be in this match that's going to blow us away because it's Shane McMahon.
1: All right. So I'm uh, looking forward. Too. last man standing match Dean Ambrose Drew McIntyre um Drew McIntyre wins that's all we really need to know uh is, so do you think Dean Ambrose is officially out the door
2: I think so because um there was this uh rumor that I read that he uh, that he was given like the same CM Punk type thing like build the buzz and if he can build it by the time Wrestlemania comes around then he'll re- then he'll resign, but um, I think that he's actually done. I mean, the past couple of weeks it's been him getting beat down. Um, there's not a lot of like anything that was behind anything that he did. I really think that this is it, and um, I hope that he gets like a moment because right now he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. That he does not. So, I think he might be done. I think the night after Raw, if that's going to be the telling thing. Or the night after WrestleMania is going to be the most telling. If he's actually gone or not. Um, Because he's next two weeks. Well, next week. So, he only has two weeks. And if... We're not going to really see anything from him next week. Because everything is just going to be the build to WrestleMania. He doesn't have a match. So, if anything... What is he going to do at WrestleMania? Nothing, because he doesn't have anything. Unless... oh, I don't know if I should say that idea. What? Unless the build is he's just keep getting da- or beat down, and there hasn't been anybody there to help him. And then Roman Reigns comes in, fights Drew McIntyre, and he turns on Roman. All right. Like, I can see that being a possibility, but if we don't see anything from him at WrestleMania,
1: I think that's it. Um, Let's jump to SmackDown. SmackDown kicks off with the New Day in the ring. Basically saying that they've done a lot of cool shit in their career. They've been around the world. They won a lot of tag team titles. And uh, this is pretty much it. Vince comes out, stops him, is like, alright, you guys aren't going to quit. All this other shit. Um, and says, uh, since if you guys... Believe in Kofi so much. If you guys, if you two, uh, Big E and Xavier, can survive a gauntlet match, Kofi Kingston will go to WrestleMania.
2: Yeah. Um, I think everything that was said is extremely important and something that we have to hold on to. Because Vince says that he, that the not only is Kofi a B-plus player, but the team is a B plus team, so I think that that's something that we should hold on to. And then he also said that you can go to WrestleMania. I think that's key. But, well, yeah, let's finish because then when we get to the end, then it, I think my idea, my my thought will come full circle.
1: Uh, so next we get the uh, women's got ma- or excuse me, the women's SmackDown title match, uh, Charlotte versus Oscar. So. All week they've been promoting a a triple threat match between or a fatal four away between Carmella, Naomi, um, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose, and then like a hour or two before the match before uh, SmackDown, they pull off the, they pull down the advertisement, they pull off any mention of it. Carmella's video gets deleted, and we get this Oscar and Charlotte for the SmackDown title, and I didn't think Charlotte was gonna win. She does. She makes Oscar tap out. It makes zero fucking sense to put the title on Charlotte. Oh, two weeks away from WrestleMania. It's, it's 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 frustrating. It's stupid. Am I am I? If are they gonna unify the Smack uh, SmackDown and Raw title women's title at Mania? Is that the plan? because if that's the that's the only logical reason I can think of why you would give Charlotte the title this close to mania and take it off poor Oscar who has basically been just buried like I I don't get it.
2: I don't get it either. And when I when I texted you and I said, "Wow, like this was dope." because it was a huge swerve. Oh, that's it was why it's a huge I, swerve. It was a huge swerve. And um I thought, immediately, for that moment, I thought, wow, that's amazing. Charlotte wins her eighth championship. She has the most reigns out of any woman in history. That's amazing. Let's not, let's not take that away. That is amazing, right? Um, but then it immediately dawned on me Holy shit, they literally just shitted on, like, five women in one swoop. They shitted on the four women that were going to be competing for the number one contendership, shitted on the Oscar. Um, That was a huge slap in the face. I mean, yeah, we understand. Card's subject to change and everything changes. And the rumor is that they came up with that the morning of. And like you said, if they're unifying the championships, um, that would be the best play because they did that fuck shit a um, couple years back when um, what's his name? Uh, gosh, Ms. Mrs. Uh, standin. Gosh, why can't I remember his name?
1: Uh, Z- Damien uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they did that to him, when he was mis- uh, when he won Money in the Bank, he could have been like a great champion because he was super hot at the moment. But then they had him lose it so then they can take the championship and unify it and have John Cena versus Randy Orton. Like that was upsetting. And but anyway, so if they're doing that, that's gonna be upsetting. Because then you now if that's the case, you're shitting on the entire women's division. Because now they're already fighting for that space. Now you took away a whole bunch of space from them. And a, a, a whole bunch of time away.
0: <laughs>
2: and, and that that's how I saw it. And then the other thing that you if they are really, really thinking of doing this one thing I'm going to be pissed off. And this was my idea. If they have these titles on one on Charlotte. Let's say they only keep the women, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Becky wins that championship. Ronda's gonna go away for a little while. These tag town, tam- the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Bailey and Sasha, they retain. They all come out, four horse women, all with championships. So they can have that moment.
1: It's not hard. If
2: that's going to be terrible.
1: There's so many better ways to do it. Where I where I give a fuck. About about them all holding gold. That mania at the end. Because if Becky and Charlotte. Are at each other's throats. This entire time. Where Charlotte is being shoehorned. Into this fucking matchup. Yeah, it, they don't give
2: a fuck about k anymore.
1: They don't. Um. So. God, when, I, when Nia Jax has a tweet that I, I just agree with. Let's see if I can find it. Um, damn, this girl tweets so goddamn much.
2: She really do. Uh, <laughs> she tweets way too goddamn much. Uh, let's
1: see here.
2: Oh, and shout out to... um. Monroe, Monroe Sky, it's her one year birthday.
1: Happy birthday, girl! Yeah,
2: that's little, cute.
1: Little princess, taking over the world. She will. Yeah, yeah. Oscar uh, is one of the best in the world. Um, she said, "Oh, she deleted the other tweet."
2: Yeah, she deleted the other tweet.
1: Oh, I think it says some shit along the lines like oscar's does. Oscar deserves better. Yeah, that's what I remember her tweeting. <laughs> So I put up Twitter and the first thing that I see is a tweet for Shayna Baszler, at Dakota Kai, send me feet pics.
2: Oh my God! Are you serious?
1: <laughs> she lost a bet on a Twitch stream. That's why she had to post it.
2: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> I was like, like, oh, this is weird.
2: <laughs> but
1: um, but yeah, back back to the whole thing, dude. It just. Everybody was pissed. Carmella, Naomi, Lana, fucking. Uh, Oscar had the best
2: tweet. Over. Yeah. I fuck with that because that's, that, that's hella true. the truth. Just it, I, over. You guys fucked. You guys fucked me. They did nothing for her. Nothing. nothing. and that <sighs> just that makes absolutely no sense there's
1: after this there is nothing oscar can do there's nothing creative can do to put her back on track to recover from this other than beating everybody's ass to a pulp and taking out ronda rousey herself yeah only thing and guess what ronda rousey is gone
2: oh ronda rousey is gonna be gone after this so
1: she's gone you know, the, you know the saying, don't put all your eggs into one basket? Yeah. WWE has done that. What happens if Becky Lynch goes down with an injury? What happens if Charlotte goes down with an injury? There's nobody to carry the weight of the division. Nobody. Because at some point, Charlotte's going to be on SmackDown by herself. At some point, Becky Lynch is going to be on Raw by herself. That's that's a scenario if they don't unify the women's title.
2: But The thing is, they can't. Like... They cannot unify those titles. They just can't.
1: Because then the brand split would be for nothing.
2: Exactly. The brand split is... It means nothing. And... And if they're doing this to, like, for k uh, that's just irritating. So. Uh,
1: next we get Cardano versus AJ Styles. Um, I was really excited to see them go at it one more time. I'm about halfway through the match... Randy Orton comes in, RKOs AJ Styles. Uh Kurt Angle ends up hitting an angle slam on Randy Orton and, and that basically settles that.
2: That was upsetting. Cause I was really looking forward to this. I was really looking forward to that. Uh
1: next we have a. Fun. yeah. Next we have um one of the who was it? We have one of the girls that look like all the other girls interviewing Rey Mysterio with his son Dominique. Yeah. Come um, on, who is that? Let's 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 keep it a being Like who is that? I think it was, okay, it was Kayla Braxton. No, it wasn't Kayla
2: Braxton. It's some white girl, blonde hair. Who was, is that? It was Kayla Braxton. It was no, oh that yeah, that interview was Kayla Braxton. But anyway, who is that? I don't know. There's
1: another blonde girl running around backstage with no name interviewing people. No name, and they don't say her name. No, they don't. If they like, do, we don't listen.
2: <laughs> n- true. If they are saying it, it's probably it's hella obscure. But who is that? And I've looked around and people are like, Who is that?
1: Some um, no name
2: blonde chick.
1: So expect Dominique to get choked out next week by Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. gonna happen.
2: Or uh, you know, Samoa Joe's like remember when Eddie thought that he was your daddy, I'm your daddy like I'm your daddy
0: now, boy.
2: That'd be cool. <laughs> oh Samoa
1: it's Joe. He's insane. He's fucking crazy. Uh next the Miz is out there talking shit about Shane. Out comes uh, a bunch of security when Shane is a hits. And then comes Shawn Benjamin, all members of Sanity. Um I guess was it Primo or Epico, yep. one of the colognes? Uh Epic No it's Primo. Um so Shane keeps going on talking shit. He talks shit about the Miz's mom, saying the Miz was a mistake.
2: That
1: was good. Uh, Miz loses his shit, takes out security, takes out all the goons, uh, and then goes after Shane. Um, he takes out. So here's here's the thing that pisses me off. Killian Dane, the big hairy motherfucker, mm-hmm. gets his ass kicked by The Miz. All of mm-hmm. Sanity Get their ass kicked by The Miz. Mm-hmm. When they were a fucking dominant destroyer force down in the NXT, get called up. Now they're delegated to fucking being goons?
2: Preach, King.
1: What's up with that? Say it. That's some bullshit.
2: I (laughs) I felt the same way. Actually, I was watching it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what Isaac has to say. (laughs)
1: And then poor Shelton Benjamin fucking has a hell of a match with Seth Rollins a couple weeks ago. Has to do with this bullshit.
2: They were like, hey, who's not doing anything? Oh, all of you? Uh, one, two, three, and four. Come on. <laughs> that's how it was. And then Epico's like, Can I come? Like, that's how yes. it is.
1: That's how it felt. Like, We're, come on. They're like, Where's Primo? <laughs> he's like, uh, no, where's
2: Primo. He's like, In the bathroom. <laughs> like, was, oh, shit, I missed my moment.
1: Like, he's, he's covering for his cousin because his cousin's back in Puerto Rico collecting a massive paycheck. For real. Come doing on. absolutely nothing. And nobody notices they're missing. No one notices that they're missing. They, I bet, they show up,
2: and or they don't even show up. They, they're at this point of where they can have like mannequins sit in, and they have their arms raised up. So when they're like, "Primo and Epico, all right," like, right. oh man, they get the JTG treatment. Uh, no, that's next- the Jitatsu treatment. Yeah, like, dude, he's good. He's there. Yeah, don't use him.
1: Uh, next we get the tag team gauntlet match: Biggie Xavier Woods versus. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Apparently, the Good Brothers didn't sign a contract because they got jobbed out in about 30 seconds.
2: They did. They are out of here.
1: They eat the up, up, down, down for a a quick elimination. Uh, Next to get Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. They come in. uh, They eat up an up, up, down, down um, after getting a lot of offense in. Then come the barn. So uh, Sheamus and um, (laughs) Tazaro. And they basically destroy the New Day, take them to the absolute limit. It takes a lucky roll-up to eliminate them. After the match, they the bar jumps on them, takes them out, puts them through a table. Puts Biggie through a table, cementing the easy victory for the next team, who's none other than the Usos.
0: Usos!
1: Um, so they come out. They look hype as fuck. Look like they're about to beat some ass. And then we get the surprise of the century. All right, I wouldn't say Sentry, but it's a big surprise. Fair. Uh, let's see here.
0: Dana between the Usos and Big
1: E. play what they said.
0: Fought wars against the New Day. The Usos. There is no chance. Everybody knows the Usos fought wars against the New Day. And everybody knows there's one person who deserves to fight for the WWE Championship, and that's Kofi Kingston. (laughs) He already earned our respect. He's earned respect from every single superstar in that locker room. He's earned respect from them. (laughs) So with that being said, your new day, good luck, Goose. Cause we forfeit. Wow, Dude.
1: I I thought it was going to go the opposite way. Be like, respect. Don't pay the bills. Super kick to both of them. Exactly. But for that to say, we're going to, we forfeit. I was like, damn.
2: That I, I was actually like, I actually gave him a standing O. I gave him a clap. That was good. Um, that's honestly what I was expecting from everybody. Honestly, when the Good Brothers came out, I halfway expected them to do that.
1: I thought they were going to hop off the ring and just walk to the back.
2: Yeah. Like, it'd be like, why not? Why give, uh, why take this away from someone who absolutely deserves it?
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. I thought they would have walked to the back. I thought Rusev and um, Shinsuke would have done the same because they've they've deserved opportunities and haven't gotten them. Half
2: that roster did.
1: Um, dude, Sheamus <laughs> and Cesaro. Cesaro hasn't had an opportunity for that.
2: Cesaro had one, and that's when uh, he came back after injury, and that's pretty much it. Like, then it was just, oh, let's showcase Cesaro for a bit, but not put him anywhere, and then put him in with this, put him in with Sheamus, and then here we go.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, Sheamus hasn't been able to climb to the top, back back to the mountaintop, you know, after he's basically progressed um, to the point where he's actually really, really good in in that ring.
2: He's gotten extremely, like, smart, I've noticed. Uh, Watching his past couple of uh, matches, like he's been really smart on how he takes his bumps, um, knowing that he has spinal stenosis. Um, it, it it's awesome to see him do the things that he's doing in the ring. Like he's gotten really smart with how he takes bumps, but also delivering his moves. Like it's, it's fantastic. Um,
1: so Daniel Bryan and Rowan are in the back, destroying a locker room like rock stars, um, like Motley Crue would back in the day. If you uh, seen the movie, I feel this movie dirt. It's fucking uh, fantastic. So
2: good. Uh, I wish it was more dirty, but damn, that was good.
1: Dude, the critics hated that movie.
2: Oh, man, they killed it. Fucking, but it, was it was
1: fantastic.
2: The movie was great. Machine Gun Kelly was good. The dude who played Nikki Six was great. Um, I loved every element of that movie. Um, I do wish that there was, like, more, because if anybody's read the book, they did some fucked up shit. Ozzy, Ar- Ozzie, like, snorting ants, like... I still can't that's true. Him licking uh, Nikki's piss. Oh my gosh. I, I could not
1: believe he did that. Dude, they, they were fucking bananas, dude. And ne- Machine Gun Cali, dude, for rapper turned actor, he is fucking good.
2: Colson, do your thing. Yeah. I mean, you're still yeah. not better than Eminem. But- not
1: a rapper, but as an actor. Oh, yeah. But um, I will say,
2: I am worried about Machine Gun Kelly why is that because uh this is the type of role that he would take on and the fact that he was so good at it it felt effortlessly right it felt like it was just, it felt like it was just him and that scares me
1: well no so check this out um there's this show called roadies was uh-huh. only one season of it if you there's this app you can get for free totally legit called to uh called uh um 2b tv uh-huh um it's on there. It's a. It's ten episodes. He plays a roadie on there because they're all roadies, but he plays like a, um, a musician turned roadie, and in that show, I forget that it's machine gun Cali acting, and I buy into the fact that he is really this dude.
2: Like I really feel like because this felt like it, it, it could trigger something to me. Because I was listening to his interview with uh, the Breakfast Club a few months ago when he uh, had that beef with Eminem, uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: he was like, nobody knows like anything that's going on with me. Like I, you know, I look to my daughter, a nine-year-old, and I tell her everything. I tell her all my problems, and and she sees when Dad's like messed up and everything. And he does coke and he does all these drugs and he doesn't stop. But he said a good point that. People ask you, like, every day and every moment to be this larger-than-life person, and then they talk shit about you and talk down about you, and we need to escape, and then this is mine. So who, why do we think that uh, we shouldn't have this escape? And this, this is how he deals with things, and he doesn't want to go and look for help, and he's not stopping anytime soon, and he's admitted to knowing that he has a problem, but he's not doing anything about it. And all the things that are coming his way, like this movie, it's a blessing, and he's doing well. Uh, the TV show you mentioned, all of these things are doing like coming up for him. But this kind of scared me, because it's like, yo, this is the life that you live, and you've seen people before you who live this die and don't make it. Motley Crue is a fucking anomaly. Like, Vince Neil, he should have died. Yep. Um Like, glad he didn't, but he should have died. Um, Fucking um, Nikki Six should have died. Oh, yeah. Like, twice, three times. And that, you know, hearing that, it should put him in a place of, like, you know what? I really need to calm my shit down. And not, I I think it just kind of, I'm scared for him. I I am. As As a fan of his from the jump. I'm scared that something bad is going to happen to him. Like, one day I'm going to wake up and just see Machine Gun Kelly died. Like, damn. You know? So I-, I hope somebody out there reaches out to him and tries to, like, give him a hug. You know?
1: Uh, Daniel Bryan needed a hug. He was very pissed off. Uh- uh, oh, damn. <laughs> he needs a, a fucking hug. He needs, <laughs> like, all the
2: – he's of in it.
1: He does. Uh, So they jump on the, on the new day immediately. Big E can't get the tag to Xavier Woods. So fast forward to the end. Basically, a tables are introduced. They're heavily used. Big E ends up flipping the announce table onto Rowan. Even though Rowan had a more than enough time to fucking get out of there. Um, Rowan was the legal man. Big E climbs back in. Daniel Bryan can't do nothing about it. Ref counts 10. Kofi Kingston is going to WrestleMania.
2: And... Full circle, when Vince McMahon is asked the question by that no-name white girl. Oh, no, that was Kayla Braxton. No, it was the white girl. That nobody knows who yeah. Um, She asked, does that mean that Kofi Kingston is going to WrestleMania? And he said, yeah, he's going to WrestleMania. But the question is, can a B-plus b- uh, player beat Daniel Bryan?
1: The question that, is, is he going to WrestleMania the- to even wrestle Daniel Bryan? That's the
2: question. It doesn't It doesn't really settle that that's happening. And the graphic that people have been posting and putting around, like, yeah, it seems like that's the case. But what if the swerve is actually – I said he's going to go to WrestleMania. I didn't say he was going to fight for the title. So this just gets – it just keeps getting better. Like – this is the best build for anybody, yeah. and it's working so well. Uh, it's, work- it's working really. Oh
1: man! It's, it's got it's got me like it's got me invested.
2: Because what if the 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 ill shit is? Yes, I said you're going to go to WrestleMania. You're going to be in the battle royal, but if you win the battle royal,
1: <laughs> Jesus. you
2: will face Daniel Bryan. And what if he wins and then wins the title? That is an amazing moment, but I think that'd be too much because then it actually would probably be bigger than the main event. and I don't think that they they want that. Mm. That's um, why I'm kind of set for the match next week with uh, the three women tag teaming against the riot squad. I don't like that.
1: yeah, I don't either
2: i I, I don't because.
1: That's not the right build. That is not.
2: Going in, they should have that like a press conference or something. They should have like a in in ring face to face to yeah. face. That would
1: be better. That's exactly what they need to do. Uh yeah. this jump to two 20- two oh five live. Um we get Lucha House Party versus Drew Gulak, Jack Gallagher and Humberto Carrillo. Um I really enjoyed the match. A lot of flippy stuff going on. Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher trying to get Humberto Carrillo to actually wrestle instead of fly around. Um, he seems to be taking their advice into the end, where he's about to go end it. He's about to hit um, his finisher. Um, Drew Gulak talks him off. He's getting into an argument and tells him, "Hey man, let me just do my job." Um, Kalisto ends up hitting Salido slow. Soul, is part of the win, and uh, yeah, Jack Gallagher's trying to play peacemaker between the two.
2: Um, I was just hoping that he would just be like, "Ah, get off of me. It's my brethren." Yeah.
1: Uh next we get Cedric Alexander versus Ari Devore um Only he's been announced that he is officially a member of the 205 roster 205 oh. live roster
0: oh. Oh. Oh.
2: I love Oni Larkin
1: oh I saw his shirt and I want it He's sitting at the at ringside he looks fucking vicious and angry um just staring at uh at um Cedric Alexander like he stole his fucking candy bar he did. Still, his moment. Uh, Cedric accidentally knocked over his jacket. Oney Lurkin fucking cusses at him, screaming, yelling uh, after the match. Uh, so Divari wins with the roll up. Uh, then Oney Larkin attacks um, Alexander. They end up brawling, and Oney Larkin hits him with a nice stiff shot as referees and security drag him off.
2: I love Oney. I've been a fan of his since day. No, he's so, really good. He's really good, and I like. I like that you're putting him in a match against Cedric
1: Alexander. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be good. Um, let's see here. Uh, NXT. Let's see where are my notes for NXT. Um, so NXT kicks off with uh, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, in the ring uh, talking about hyping their match, hyping up their match for uh, TakeOver um, for the NXT Heavyweight Championship. Um so basically, I am super excited for it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for this match. I, of course, it's NXT TakeOver, so it's going to be amazing. But I'm really excited to see how this match is going to go down. Um, I have my predictions of who's actually going to win. But I think that this is going to be an incredible, incredible match to start off, to, to kick off the weekend.
1: Uh Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah versus Casey Contanzaro and Lacey Lane. Uh Vanessa Bourne, good god, that woman is gorgeous. And Aaliyah, you already know my my love for her. Eh. Um so like, he, I I really feel like this is Aaliyah's last shot. You think
2: so? She has to make this work. She's still I think like twenty two. Yeah, but I mean you can only be in development for so long before it's like, are you really moving up? Can I I make you a champion? Do I see you as a champion? Do I see you as someone that can move the crowd? And I don't know. I feel like aliyah has been there for so long that she hasn't won a lot of people over, you know? And now with this new gimmick, um, this whole thing, I watched them on IG Live together, and I was like, yo, you two are annoying. But that could also work because the Iconics were freaking annoying. But I, I still like Peyton Morris a lot more than Billy Kay. But um, I think that this might be her last shot. I think Vanessa Bourne um, is the right person to work with because they have the same like personality. But I just kind of feel like this might be it. Right. And Casey, oh my gosh, I love that girl. She she's dope. She got something. I, I think she can. She's the. You said it right. She is the, the Rey Mysterio of the, the women right now.
1: Dude, she's going to be really good. She's got to learn a little more in ring movement. Other than that, dude, that girl's going to be fucking fire. Uh, well, her friend is the one and only. Yeah. Uh, Janet Baszler, Marina Sharif, uh, and Justin Duke come down, take them all out, and basically showing their dominance. Shafir. Shafir.
2: Uh, Matt Riddle. That woman before she comes out and clobbers you.
1: Yeah, I don't want that happening. Uh, Matt Riddle defeated uh, uh, Connor Reeves. Connor Reeves' new look, I'm actually fucking with it. I'm glad he got rid of that stupid suit he had going on. The finest. I can't stand that. But it's so good. It's yeah. such a good bad guy.
2: God, the finest. I wonder who was in the room and was like, I need a bad guy word for like whoever came up with Glorious is a genius. Yeah. Like the boss, whoever came up with that, what,
1: genius. The boss? That was all um uh, fucking um Dusty. Oh, nah, that makes sense.
2: Genius. But whoever came up with the finest, they had to dig deep in there the thor in their thesaurus, man. <laughs> like, 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 what's a real good bad guy finest i'm the finest with the fine yeah that works like you know what I'm saying? like that's uh i just want that job <laughs> just sign me i will go through the dictionary and i will find words that that will describe any bad guy that people will hate yeah like this is, that's a great job but anyway that works. Him. and I'm still not a fan of Kona Reeves I think he's boring as hell, but I mean, hey, um, and he is not related to the Anoa'i family. Somebody said that and I was like, it's not related. Not it's not related. Some, some Hawaiian dude.
1: <laughs> Matt Riddle makes him tap with the uh, the bro lock. After the match, Matt Riddle heads up the ramp cause Valine dream is out there um, with some two dime pieces. Uh, Matt Riddle takes his pimp cup, takes a drink from it, tosses it away. And says, I'm facing you, or I can't wait to face you at uh, TakeOver. Something along those lines. Uh, this is good. I think that match is going to be really good. I don't think Matt Riddle is going to win, but I think it's going to be a really good should match. should be a lot of fun. Ricochet so. announced the Black defeated the uh, Forgotten Sons to win the 2019 Desirada Classic. So they're going to go face War Raiders at TakeOver.
2: Oh, I didn't get to that last part. So they actually did win. Yep. I thought it was going to be some some fuck shit, some interference, and make it a, a triple threat. Uh, let's see here. But I'm with it.
1: Um. So a few, a few uh NXT recruits have asked for the release. Uh, R- Ricardo Miller uh, has requested his release. Um. Also, Stacy Irvin Jr. has requested his release after um a concussion scare that he had during training. Uh, you might have remember him. He wrestled. I believe, with um, Humberto Carrillo uh, a month ago. Yeah. And he looked really good.
2: He looked really good. And that was kind of like a weird weird thing for me to hear because I'm like, dude, apparently they were high up on him and he had a lot of promise. But the fact that he had a concussion scare and he's just like, no, I I can't. Um, Yeah, some people just aren't built for the business. And I'll take it, like, think about your health totally 100% I'm with you but for me I'm just like you know you know that there's risk in this business yep and now that it became real you want to walk away is it but I feel like there's more to this story like I, I found this interesting and I was hope that you're gonna um, bring this up because I feel like there's more to the story it has it, it has to be because I've had several concussions. And not once did it scare me away from doing anything that I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a concussion and was like, yo, they have, you have to take a break. Okay. A week later, I'm right back at dancing and working my ass off. Like, it didn't stop me. So, for him to get that um, scare, and that's it, like, it was a scare, not a definite. If you're thinking about your future and you're like, yo, I don't want to go out like that. Fine. But I feel like there's more to the story rather than just, he got a scare. I feel like something happened and he just doesn't, and he's just not saying, or he can't say because he's still with the company. All right.
1: Um, so Buff Bagwell says, uh, he doesn't get, he doesn't get a W, uh, Bob Fagwell, former WCW world champion, uh, currently a gigolo out in, the, in Nevada. Oh, he really is? Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's hilarious. Um. Anyways, he says, uh, at my age, WWE is the only option because these other boys are for the young kids, and unfortunately, they don't get it. Nobody knows them. I'm in the industry and don't know them. Um. Speaking of Cody and the Young Bucks. So if I don't know them, y'all don't know them. So I don't get it. I I don't. This is why you don't do drugs, kids. Um, first off, who's looking for Buff Bagwell for comments
2: on anything that's going on? Buff Bagwell, like, I don't care. That's like asking Disco Inferno what he feels about the oh, God. escape. Like I don't give a fuck about Disco Inferno. Like, get the fuck out of here, I don't care about I liked buff Bagwell before when I was younger, but I don't care now Would
1: you like to go ahead and talk about what disco Inferno said about uh women was it women's wrestling? No, I didn't see it what what did he say? let's see here let me see if I could find the article um, so basically he says that oh well, yeah it's actually a story that I kinda agree with um. But before you get into it, yeah.
2: let's give a shout out to JoJo because it is announced that she is pregnant with Bray Wyatt's baby.
1: Yes, she—that's, uh, I guess, the reason why she's been off TV.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Congratulations, JoJo. That's great.
1: Uh, let me see here. Oh, he basically said that he wasn't a fan—a uh, big fan of women's wrestling. Okay. And uh he has also recently said that um today's wrestling product caters towards the comic book nerds and uh, you no longer see a diverse group of people in the audience. Um now you see his comic book nerds and uh before you used to see a bunch of hot girls and uh, the entire uh, high school and college football team. Okay. Um he obviously doesn't go to any he doesn't go to shows or he doesn't realize nobody goes to watch him wrestle cuz there are some fucking fine women that go to watch wrestling shows still. Okay, but let's
2: let's like
1: let's take that away for a second
2: because he's like, "Oh, they're comic book nerds, blah blah blah, whatever." Um that's the core. Yep. And you act like there wasn't comic book fans back then. Like Girls were coming to see WWE back then, like the super like hot ones, like the one that flashed Triple H back in the day. Like those women were coming to see that because WWE was so hot, Raw was so hot, and you have these larger than life characters that were doing like crazy things that were super big. And these women were coming probably to come, you know, try to get some.
1: Ring rats, sir, ring rats.
2: Thank you. Like you don't see that now. Well, you don't oh, see yes,
1: much. you do, but uh, you don't see it as much.
2: <laughs> but um, you see it changed because back then those kids were comic book nerds.
1: Yeah.
2: Now they've grown up to be successful comic book nerds who still love wrestling. Like the Brock Lesnar guy. I don't know what the fuck he does, but apparently he makes a lot of money and he's a super nerd and he goes to all of the WWE, well, most of the pay per view events. Then there's the, the the other dude who now has that white suit with Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and all that on his jacket. Him, he's a super nerd, and I follow him too. And he, he actually has a kind of a cool life. But anyway, he's a super nerd, and he's a comic book nerd. Like, don't sleep on, like, you know, the people who go to, like, uh, Comic Cons and stuff. Because those are the ones that are gonna pay like thousands of dollars to go sit front row and, and watch wrestling. Like let's let's not sleep on that. Um and I think that women's wrestler women's wrestling now has gotten like extremely popular. And the yeah. women to all this. Uh, did you see the um that Lucha Underground uh settled with uh with
1: yeah. some of the uh let's see here. I had it pulled up. Um, so Lucha Underground the Ground still is uh, with talent. Uh, basically, they have released all contracted wrestlers, and they are now free to sign with whomever they want.
2: So does that mean... Uh, well, there's still no word that Season 5 is going to... Oh, Season act- 5 is dead. Okay. So I think that the show... Is dead now with releasing all of those people, but it's it sh- they should have had independent contracts in the first place and yep. been and been able to do whatever. Like, I get that they're on El Rey and you're trying to like hold on to these people, but uh, let's let's keep it a bean. Just
1: dude, nobody watched Lucha Underground,
2: dude. I tried to watch, uh, it's not for me.
1: The way the best way to watch Lucha Underground is to. Watch the intro, watch the matches that are important, and fast forward through all the other bullshit.
2: Fair. And then you Uh get
1: this great mythical comic book style story, and it's super fucking out there. It's just involving magic and evil and darkness and the light, the good... It's really good if you could get through a lot of those bad shit
2: I wonder if it was like popular in Mexico nope oh well there you go <laughs> um you there's this one thing that I read about uh Tommy Dreamer and uh the reason why King Kong Bundy is not in the Hall of Fame
1: no what happened
2: um king uh he what's his name tommy dreamer was uh had a um had an exchange with Bundy back in like uh, 2005 basically it was around the same time that uh, Randy Orton was doing his uh, Lion Killer gimmick and uh, he was going into a feud with The Undertaker Um, they in Atlanta they wanted uh, someone from The Undertaker's past to come and uh, do something with him Uh, but uh, they were trying to figure out some people he went through his uh, his Rolodex (laughs) but I think it was just a bigger speech um, I hope because I hope Tommy Dreamer's not that old. To still have one, but anyway, old. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he thought of uh, Ted DiBiase, King Kong Bundy, and Jimmy Snuka, and some other people, and they thought that King Kong Bundy would be dope. Um, so he made the call. He didn't get anything for a while, um, and then the next day he gets a call from uh, King Kong Bundy, and it says, uh, "Hey Dreamer, it's Chris King Kong Bundy. Um, how are you doing? Congratulations on the spot. Hey man, this is not on you." Always been cool friends with you, so I need you to relay this message to WWE, especially to Vince McMahon. Number one, you need to tell him that he needs to pay me the money he owes me. Number two, unless there is a creative idea for me winning the title, I have no interest in it because he promised me the title when I put over Hulk Hogan. And he never delivered, so please tell him to go fuck himself. Tommy, I love you. Remember when I wanted to be your brother? Take care. I'll see you later.
1: Jesus Christ right
2: yeah and Woo. so they asked him uh, the creative at the time was Vince Bruce Pritchard uh Michael Hayes Steph, and Johnny Ace and they said he said to him he declined the offer and then he got an email back that said what did he say and he said i declined um he said I said that he declined the offer because he wasn't too happy with the current climate of WWE. Um, then he got a response back and says, "Well, what did he say?" And it was like I was like, "All right," so I said exactly <laughs> what he said about he wants money that's owed, and unless we have an idea to put the title on him and Vince, uh, and for Vince to go fuck himself. And <laughs> he said, "I wanted to say within four minutes of sending that email, here comes Johnny Ace as my boss." He's running in down from the talent relations office, and he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I was like, what? He's like, they kept asking me. You're in the chain of emails. He's like, you just told Vince McMahon to go fuck himself. <laughs> he's like, I said, I said, King Kong I did not tell Vince to go fuck himself. King Kong Bundy said to <laughs> tell Vince McMahon to go fuck himself. Johnny said to me. What am I going to do with you?
1: Uh.
2: That was money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking money. I, oh, could, I yeah, could imagine Johnny Ace. And
2: Doing that. then Vince oh, yeah. McMahon replied back and said, moving forward.
1: Jesus.
2: Um. Yeah, I think the that would be a little bit sour as well. But, you know, King Kong Bunny did pass away not that long ago. So I kind of see, you know him getting over it because he can't do about it anymore But i think the best thing for him to do is to get over it
1: speaking of uh, hall of famer hall of famer uh tammy sunny stitch is uh back in jail wow she needs to get her shit together yep um let's see here uh so joan jett is going to be performing ronda rousey entrance music at wrestlemania
2: I'm fucking with it. Like I was hoping that somebody would come and perform. Um, but I couldn't think of anybody that would come and perform for the theme song. Or like I, I would I would love to see Billie Eilish with NXT.
1: Yeah.
2: But um I'm really excited to see this, but to see her perform. That's gonna be dope. I I wonder if she sounds the same. Ah, I'm with it. I'm hella with it.
1: Uh Meg Foley said that Becky Lynch is the biggest star that WWE has right now. He tells no lies. Man is truthful. Um see here. Visit Man sells sold two hundred and seventy million dollars worth of stock to fund the XFL.
2: Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Okay. If he's putting that much more money, because initially he sold what, like a hundred million. 100 million, right? So is that an additional two or is that additional two? Additional. additional, okay. So that tells me something that tells me, um, whatever deal that might be in place for TV is probably not going to be as lucrative. Oh, yeah, and I. He's uh, uh, putting in more money so then he can uh, fund whatever, like uh, reach out to get more sponsors. or He needs to do that first off, but I think it's probably to give uh, better pay. But I don't know how he'll be able to deliver that without sponsors, without a um, TV deal, Um I feel like an asshole because I feel like I'm like the same arguments that I'm laying out right now are pretty much the same for AEW. Like I still believe <laughs> shut up. I still believe that XFL is gonna be like it's still gonna be good. And I don't think that it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be a huge flop this time around. But We'll see, because I thought XFL was going to be dope the first time around. And when I watched that first game and the very first person get injured in the first, like, 10 seconds of the game, like, come on, son.
1: Come on, son. let uh, uh, see here.
2: Oh, but there's one thing that I wanted to bring up, too. Uh, the jo- Jordan Grace, did you hear um, her comments on uh, people aren't ready to accept indigent wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I agree with her. I don't think uh, people are really ready for it. But I feel like they don't have a choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, the women women basically are are like, they want to do it. So it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, it's going to happen. And I love the fact that there are places out there that are allowing this to go through. And it also speaks to the women that are competing. With uh, the transgenders. Because it's like. These women are. Extremely talented. They're strong. They're great in the ring. Why are we judging. Or why do we give a damn. Whether or not they were a man once. Like I do get. Where Santino was coming from. Saying like you were born a man. You should stay. Like Oh no he was talking about intergender matches. Yeah. Sorry. No like. I feel like, yes, you were born a man and you feel like you're a woman and then you go in and you do the thing. And now you're going into wrestle and you're finding another bunch of women, but you kind of like have an advantage, but it's more of like, um, who cares? Because wrestling is wrestling and it's about the fantasy and it's about, uh, a reality. It's, it's blending the two. And I feel like it doesn't matter who you are. If you love wrestling, I want to see you wrestle. Yeah, I want to see how good you are as a wrestler. I don't care, like I, I care about who you are in that ring. And yeah, the the world has no choice but to get ready for this shit because it's happened.
1: Uh, let's see here. So oh, uh, King Cordon um is probably going to slide with WWE in the near future. He had an invitation to the uh, cruiserweight class uh cruiserweight classic tournament but he couldn't go because triple a and luke would have let him go so okay. it looks like he might be signing with them
2: okay when do you think that's gonna happen
1: um it's probably within um the next round of signing so it would be post Mania. so probably in may hmm uh Cain Velasquez is going to become a professional wrestler. He is assigned with Triple A Wrestling.
2: Oh, that's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Do you remember when I brought up Hector Garza Jr.? <laughs> yeah. He's finally going to be signing with uh, WWE.
2: Shut up, really?
1: Yeah. I told you this shit was going to happen.
2: Okay. Yeah, you got that.
1: <laughs> Dude. When they kept saying uh, fucking Hector Garza over and over and over again when Roberto Carrillo had made his debut. It's not like the American audience remembers Hector Garza down at WCW. No, not at all. No. And I'm just like, why do they keep bringing him up? Because I thought uh, he uh, Junior was was locked up for AAA for a long time. Apparently he wasn't. So the man's a free agent now. And WWE is going after, hard after him
2: oh yeah they are so okay that that's dope i'll do
1: you, take that do you got any other uh news
2: two um one is uh tony storm is still dealing with the bullshit the backlash of people coming at her really yeah like somebody uh wrote some stuff and said uh Someone was like harassing her by bringing up the nude photos that were leaked, and uh, the user replied to her photo with apparently not sharp enough to catch the leaks and stop them from happening. And then she said, Glad you're having fun, or glad you're having a good laugh over something that made me want to take my own life.
1: That's fucked up.
2: Though, the, 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 oh man, it, it breaks my fucking heart because, and we've talked about this before, and I don't want to get, too much into it but like it breaks my heart to see like someone that is, that doesn't deserve that shit no, no fucking body deserves that shit to have their like personal shit put out there like that um, and to the sick fucks that do that like I hope you burn like for real I hope somebody heats up a wire hanger and sticks it up your ass uh, Wu-Tang uh, <laughs> but no I feel like it's a it, it's just a terrible disgusting thing and for people to call back on it and like Make them feel like shit over it, or like keep poking the fucking bear. It's like, yo, this is that's it, this is real shit that that someone is dealing with, and they however they dealt with it, that doesn't mean that just because you see them on TV and they're smiling on TV doesn't mean that they're hurting on the inside. Yeah, like I mean that like, and what bothers me is why go after Tony, like. Why go after Tony? That it? that she's like the sweetest human being on the planet. Like absolutely hands down, one of the nicest people I've ever seen in my life. And you're just just it's just some sick people and sick individuals. Go fuck yourselves. Like why would you do that to someone?
1: Yeah, it's fucked up.
2: That's fucked up, like hella hard. Um, but she suspended her account. Um I think she should just get off social media and just it's, like, a dirty, disgusting place, and it's fucked up. So I feel bad for her, but Tony Storm's still, like, my favorite human being. And once they come out with a pop for her, I got that shit. Um And the last thing, because we said it at the beginning, but nobody heard it. Uh Fuck superstar Billy Graham?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll let you go in on him.
2: Yeah, so he says... um, Because I haven't pulled up. He says, uh, is the WWE serious? I turned on my computer today and went to the wrestling news sites. And what did I see? Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at Mania? talk is Vince is going to put that that WWE belt on Kofi Kingston. Um, Shit. You, not me, will have a 145-pound WWE Champion. This must be an idea by the new creative senior, or by the new senior creative lady Dana Warrior. Meltzer says she has um, has been promoted to an extremely high position on the creative team and attends meetings that only Vince and Vince H and Steph are in. Damn, how did she get so smart? My friend Hannibal has been monitoring the Monday Night Raw uh, steady decline in TV viewership. Well, Hannibal, it dropped again last night in Boston. Um, steady decline in TV viewership. I predict that this year's mania will be so bad that next year 2020 will not come close to selling out. The thrill is gone. Is anyone out there really excited to see these two lightweights wrestle for the WWE Championship? Oh, one more thing. I would love to see Kofi, at 145 pounds, put his newly won WWE belt on the line against Brock Lesnar. Great logistics. One man being outweighed by a good 135 pounds a total joke this thing is fuck you Billy Graham because then later on he says he was joking kiss my ass no fuck you first off, Kobe Kingston's not 145 he's what, 220?
1: some shit like that second.
2: yeah, second who the fuck are you? like Totally get the old regime and uh, his old school mentality of what like a WWE champion should look like or what they should be. But kiss my ass because that was then. This is now. And the fact that he is going hard on this and making a point to say that they are not real heavyweights that that pissed me off. But the fact that he made the focus Kofi Kingston was very upsetting and then he goes into Dana Warrior. That's also upsetting. And I'm I did, I'm not trying to make this into a race thing. Or a, but that's that old school mentality. That's that old school thinking that he has. That this dude isn't worth it because he looks small. And then why did you bring up Dana Warrior? She had nothing to do. Just because if it. Let's say it was her idea. So. Why are you hating on the fact that this is her idea when in reality who fucking it's the people who made this shit happen it's the people who went behind this whole thing and made this shit bigger than what they intended it to be so now they're rolling with it he should know how this business works and the fact that he went in on kofi and like demeaned and degraded him in this way that's fucked up and then he uh throws uh Dana Warrior out there like that. Come on, son. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And then you're gonna backstep and say it's a joke. Fuck you. No, this is not a joke. You were serious. And I hate I hate when people come in with half ass apologies after the fact. It's fucking Hulk Hogan situation. Like, come in with half ass apologies and think that that's gonna be okay. No, it's not okay. What you said was fucked up. And you should own that shit and sit your old ass down somewhere. Because nobody's fucking coming to, you're not going, you're going to show up to a con and somebody's going to be like, yeah, I want to fucking take a picture with, I don't give a fuck about Billy Graham. Do you?
1: No, I don't give a shit about what he has to say.
2: How many championships has he had in the WWE? No idea. Three. Fantastic. But he had very little runs with it. And all of his accolades and everything, like, I looked that shit up. Cool. That's great. Fuck out of here, old man. Like, (laughs) you you just, like, completely shitted on somebody who 100% deserves the spot that he's in right now. And you're negating everything that he's done for this business to get to this point. You're shitting on everything that that man did and is currently doing. Because you don't agree with his size. Or you don't agree with the idea of what a championship match should be. No. Get the hell out of here. Like, give it the times. Have a Snickers.
1: Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Sunday, guess what I did? I went to go meet uh, the the villain, Marty Squirrel. I hope you to bring that up. Because <laughs> the thing
2: that you got to do <laughs> that was so big that I couldn't go to. Like, you went to Wrestlemania. Yep. <sighs> Fuck you. Yeah. But it's cool, I'm going to AEW. No, you ain't. Actually, I am.
1: You got the tickets?
2: Stupid ass me. <laughs> Stupid ass me put put uh, reservations on and actually put in my card information. You got, and you got said, tickets. When, t- when tickets come available, it'll pop up. And then I got an email. Congratulations. Tickets popped up and here you go. And I was like, are you fucking serious.
1: You <laughs> fuck. Well, enjoy AEW dickhead.
2: Yeah, but I don't think I can go. Why not? Uh, situations. Right. But um I'm going to work my ass off to try to actually to make it. Like I'm keeping them until the very last minute. Um cuz I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that I do go.
1: All right. Like
2: I really I have to I have to and if I have to like sleep in a box, I don't care. I will be there.
1: All right. So uh, we'll Child see you. Yeah. <laughs> we got to <laughs> do what we got to do for the things that we love. True. Uh, we'll see you all next week. I'm going to leave you guys with this wonderful. Uh, oh, wait a
2: second. We got um, one
1: thing. What's that?
2: The bullshit that Dave Meltzer said about Stevie Ray.
1: I didn't hear anything about that. Um. Yeah. Like,
2: because everybody was talking about you know Stevie Ray going into the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, uh, Dave Meltzer talked about the integrity of the Hall of Fame with wrestlers like Stevie Ray and Tori Wilson being inducted. It's hard to take serious. It's hard to take it seriously. Stevie Ray is going into the Hall of Fame, and Tori and Tori Wilson is going to the Hall of Fame. How seriously do you want to take it? And Stevie Ray replied with. Um, in Dave Meltzer's opinion, I'm not worthy for the WWE Hall of Fame, that's fine, because that's his opinion, but I was voted in by my peers, I got respect in this business, which is more than I can say for him, when the Hall of Fame is over, fans will get to hear what I really think of Dave, holy shit I can't wait for that I want him to go up there and talk that shit, cause fuck Dave Meltzer, and I feel like everybody like they have the moment to say something to the, t- but they don't oh wow to dave Meltzer. dave is gonna get his and i'm not saying that he's gonna i'm not wishing like anybody to hurt that man but i will say someone is going to verbally eviscerate that man and it's gonna be fucking beautiful
1: you know what fuck dave Meltzer, because fuck. just because he's boys with the young bucks he's got to end with them doesn't make him fucking special dude what uh, if fucking anybody would have bashed on any of his buddies like that? What if someone said say the Young Bucks are too small, that they're fucking nothing but spot monkeys, you know? And he goes in on to defend them. Stevie Ray was half one of the best tag teams uh, in WWCW history.
2: Ten-time WCW champion. A tag fucking
1: champion. legend. Legend. Dude, literally, when Booker T got hurt, he took that TV title and defended it in, for his brother for like three to six months. And did a hell of a job. Like,
2: give it up to this man. Give it up to this team. And the fact that you feel like you can't take it seriously. Now, uh, let's keep a spade a spade for a second. Uh, Does Tori Wilson Wilson really
1: deserve to go to the Hall of Fame? Uh, Dude, she was a playboy playmate. She literally fucking broke barriers. She crossed genres. So does Sable. Yeah.
2: But we don't see Sable in the WWE Hall of Fame. That's a different, that's a whole
1: that, different That's no, a totally different story. I totally get
2: that. <laughs> Let's not get into that. But my point is, I, going into Tori Wilson, yeah, I can see that there might be some reservation. But you can't deny the contribution of somebody um, and what they've done to, for the business. And um, if it is true that they are voted in by your peers, I'm happy that her peers saw that she's worthy of it. So that's honest. uh, That's awesome, and I can't take that away. But the fact that you went that seriously and was like, "I basically saying I can't take it seriously." Fuck you. And I really hope that like this dude sucks the indie so dick so heavy, their cum is shooting out of his eyeballs. Like I I love the indie too. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love New Japan. We both do. Yep. But. We also entertain the fact that there are other forms of wrestling in the WWE that are good. Yeah. He just doesn't want to accept it and he shits on anybody that's in the WWE. Like, Let's be real. Just because he gave a couple five star matches to NXT, those are also indie darlings Hell that yeah. he also has his eye on. Like, that's not,
1: let's, let's be real.
2: And He's,
1: yeah. Fuck
2: him. He's become more of a fuckhead, like year after year. I don't know why we keep listening to this man. Like, why? Why? Uh, I think There's I strongly to get boycott, boycott against him. It's
1: because he hasn't turned his back yet on the young bug. The second he does that, um, it's over for him. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think,
2: I think his time is gonna come, and I think it's gonna be like. Why did he single out Stevie Ray? Like I'm just I'm I'm really gonna go through like everything Dave Meltzer has ever said negative about superstars in the WWE and and trying to line that shit up and try to understand his thought process and what he feels makes a great wrestler and makes a great uh, champion uh, a deserving Hall of Famer like. Excuse me, I wanna understand his thought process. I really wanna have an interview with that man. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna send him emails. I'm gonna I'm really gonna do this. Because I really wanna understand him. Because I feel like he just shits on anything that is popular.
0: He
1: shits on anything that that isn't indie. That's not indie. Let's take that. Yeah. That's basically his fucking angle on on wrestling, dude.
2: Like ah I don't get it. Yeah. Throw Uh up in the front and then wrestle in the middle like
1: i this dude's weird man it's fucking weird all right it's, man we've been we've been talking too long i gotta put this fucking first piece together let's get out of here oh yeah all right oh, out. play huh were you gonna play out oh i was gonna play elias and uh finn baylor singing um was it sorrows what was the song shallow shallow Drop that for the people, because that was great. Uh, let's see here.
2: Play us out. There we go.
0: You're going to sing Lady
1: Was awesome
2: dude let's be real for a second as good as that was you kind of wish that mickey james came out there and sang instead huh oh yeah yeah me too <laughs>
1: uh all right we'll see y'all next week y'all all right peace out